From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. About a quarter of admissions to burn centers across the United States are among people age 16 and younger. And the care provided is not just for burns from fires. A variety of related injuries, including chemical burns, thermal injuries, and frostbite, are also treated in burn units. Here to talk about the care available to Central New York is Nurse Tamara Roberts. She's the burn program manager at Upstate University Hospital. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So in Syracuse, do we see the same breakdown as for the nation, about a quarter being pediatric? Approximately a quarter of our patients are pediatric level. Um, Our larger portion is our 45 to 65-year-old adults that, that we get. So you see older and younger. Older and younger adults, yep. Now, I know the theme for this year for Burn Awareness Week is scald. Um, So can you talk about what that is? What is a scald? Scald prevention is typically from your hot liquids. And um, we try to educate patients, uh, community members on preventing uh, burn injuries from things such as ramen noodles because the hot liquid from the containers, it will spill onto you, and then the starch from the noodles will actually um, cause the burn to be deeper because it actually sticks to you and um, lasts longer, even though you've gotten it rinsed off. Also, we are uh, doing prevention on teaching kids to play with pots and pans because when we teach them to play with pots and pans, they then learn the concept that it's okay to take pots and pans off of a stove where mom or dad may be cooking, and they're actually um, grabbing a hold of the containers and pulling them down, and you're getting scald burns from the hot liquids. So if if someone is scalded at their home, what is their sort of first aid response? What should they do? They need to rinse the area with tempid water, so just like lukewarm water, for like 30 seconds. And then if they start to see dark reddened areas or blistering, and it's a large area, then they should go and be seen by a burn specialist, go to the emergency room, and they may direct them to come to the burn center as well. It's scary the way you're describing the ramen and the noodles sticking. And should you peel the noodles off, if or will they come off in the running water? They'll all come right off. You want to get them off immediately. Okay. Yep, and just continue to rinse that. For severe scalds, what is the treatment like once if they end up having to come to a burn unit? If it's that severe, what do you do for them? Um, it really is going to depend. Number one. On, on the patient, if it's a child or an older adult, uh, their their skin is much thinner, so the depth of the burn may be much deeper, and they may have to have surgical interventions because they have to have the tissue there debrided, which means we just take the uh, dead burn tissue off of there and have it removed. Other times, it's as simple as getting some creams and dressing changes for maybe a week or so. But it really is going to depend on on the patient and um, their nutrition level as well. You mentioned removing dead burned tissue. Does it grow back? Um, It will grow back, but it's going to take time. And depending on how deep the injury is, sometimes we have to do what we call a xenograft, which is where we take pig skin and we put it on there as a temporary cover. 
And then eventually we will take a piece of their own skin and put that on top um, so that it will grow. So this could be sort of, it sounds like a lengthy recovery. It is. It, it, if it's a larger area, it can take up to a year for recovery. But it's actually, any burn is like a lifelong um, injury that people have to deal with, depending on the severity. And there could be scarring and all of that too, right? Scarring so. and contractures. So, and sometimes PTSD, depending on how the injury occurred. So we're always seeking um, assistance for these patients as well. Well, I read that the American Burn Association says up to 90% of scald burns are related to cooking, drinking, or serving hot liquids like coffee. So just like you've been talking about. Um, what if we, can we talk a little bit about some preventive steps that should be taken when we're cooking? You, you mentioned not teaching kids to play with pots and pans because you don't want them grabbing at something on the stove. Yep. There's also uh, creating a safe zone. So that's, um, you can take tape and do like a, a three foot area that you just mark with tape and you teach the child that when you're cooking, they don't go within that safe zone around the stove and that prevents them from going in that area. You also can teach them about not removing hot liquids from the microwave without an adult present. If you have an older adult who is uh, using a walker and they're cooking on the stove, making sure that um, they're not wearing long sleeves that dangle because they can catch fire um, from dangling, even with their house coats. Um, and also they can trip, they can fall. And the big thing is, is using pot holders instead of towels when they're removing things from the stove oh. or the oven. We have had um, injuries that have been severe and fatal where they've actually used towels to remove things from an oven and then um, it caught fire and um, they received some pretty severe injuries. Is there a difference between a a pot holder that's a square and a pot holder that goes onto your hand? The ones that go onto your hand obviously provide a little bit more protection, but it's it's just using a Making pot Making sure holder. you're using yes. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, people age 65, older people are, are at greater risk. Now, you mentioned that their skin is thinner. Is that what makes them at greater risk from... Yeah, because their their skin is a lot more like paper. So when if they get a burn, then it's more severe because there isn't as much protection there. Because what does our skin do? It's our protection. And there isn't that nice, thick, protective layer that uh, younger individuals have. So older adults tend to get much deeper burns. And then depending on their health, it um, affects how well they heal. And so a scald burn in someone who's 70 may have to be treated more seriously than a scald burn in a 20-year-old, maybe. Absolutely. Well, this is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with Nurse Tamara Roberts, the burn program manager at Upstate University Hospital. Now, since it's winter in central New York, I wanted to look at frostbite. How often does the burn unit take care of someone who's been a victim of frostbite? Um, surprisingly, we take care of several people who experience frostbite. Central New York, you know, the weather changes very rapidly. 
and we do have quite a large uh, homeless population. And we also have uh, many people who like to go ice fishing or um, college kids who like to go out and consume alcohol. So we have many different populations that uh, go out and experience that cold weather. And might not be prepared or properly bundled or, or whatever. Correct. So what is the treatment for frostbite like? Is it like a, is it just like a burn? It's much similar. Um, what we do is once a patient arrives at the center, we start to rewarm the extremities. And then at, at that point, you know, it's dressings just like a burn. And then depending on the severity of the injury, it's going to take time to determine um, if an extremity is going to be lost or digits are going to be lost. But we continue to do dressings daily, just like a burn. Now, I asked you um, for sort of some first aid response if, you, if you've, you're scalded at home. If you're suffering frostbite, what is the recommended, you know, before you get to the ambulance or the hospital, what are you supposed to do for frostbite? First thing is, is if you aren't sure that you're going to be able to keep that extremity warm, don't start rewarming it and then let it get cold oh. again. So if you know that you're going to be able to keep it warm, you want to bundle it and start rewarming that extremity. Just wrap it in blankets, sheets, anything that you can. Put it inside your clothing so that um, it's closer to your body to just start rewarming those areas. And okay. the big thing is is knowing the signs of frostbite, the numbness, the tingling, the purple color in your fingertips or your nose or your toes, or getting wet gloves and wet toes and not changing them. Change your socks, change your gloves. Don't leave them wet and stay outside because that really puts you at a higher risk for frostbite. And I understand you won't know immediately whether you're going to be able to keep that hand or, or fingers or whatever. Um, but even if you are able to keep them and, and they do sort of recover, will you have lasting damage? At times there's permanent nerve damage. There could be. Mm -hmm. Well, please tell us about the burn unit in general, because that's sort of a special thing that upstate um, University Hospital has, not every hospital has. Well, we're a six-bed unit, and we take care of the adults on the ICU on the sixth floor and our pediatrics go to the 11th and 12th floor. We have a fantastic group of nurses and nurse managers and wonderful doctors. We also have um, OT, PT, nutrition, dietitian. Occupational um, therapy, physical yep, therapy. Yeah. Okay. Um, case management. It really is a whole gamut of people that work together to provide uh, phenomenal care to these patients, and then going right into our outpatient clinic, which is also here um, within our institution. Um, now, this is part of the trauma center designation. You're part of the trauma team. Well, we're kind of part of the trauma team. You know, Burns are trauma, but um, we are kind of a separate entity. We're um, an, a burn association Verified burn center is what we're going for. Um, we serve 41 counties right now because there's... 41 counties. Yes. Wow. Yep. Um, the next closest burn center is in Rochester. So we really cover a large area, including our North Country, and, and many people are three hours away. 
Um, we also have counties in Pennsylvania that we... So you said six beds. What happens when the seventh person comes? Um, depending on their level, sometimes they also go to our 5B floor, which is um, where they're a floor level, and there's nurses down there who are also all trained to take care of the burn patients. Um, so we kind of all work together. The nurses get a little extra training on how to provide that um, extra special care for them. Now, in addition to scalds and frostbite, which we've talked about, what are what are some of the other injuries that you see in the burn unit and take care of? Sometimes we do Steven Johnson syndrome, which is um, kind of an allergic reaction to medications, and um, it's like a severe allergic reaction. It's yeah, and it ends up in a large rash, and um, your skin actually responds by blistering. And it can actually go to a point of tens, which causes sloughing of your tissues on the inside of your body. Wow. So they can become uh, violently ill. Wow. We also deal with um, different types of diseases um, that affect the skin. So we get a lot of referrals. All right. And then beyond um, scalds or, or burns from an open flame, there's other types of burns, right? Yep. We we get chemical burns. Um, so anything from, you know, working environments, cement is a big one that we've been seeing. Um, when people are working with cement, they get those types of injuries. Um, Does cement burn the skin? Yes. I didn't realize that. Yes, if it comes into contact with the skin, whether it's the powder or it's already in its liquid form, um, people get injuries from that. So it's probably workers. Yep. People that are, huh. Yeah. Um, contact burns, electrical injuries. Okay. So electrical would be sort of on the inside of the body or not? Yes. Oh, it would be. Yeah, it's, it's on the inside, but they also have um, entrance wounds and exit wounds as well. So, wow. Depending on the severity. Now, the patients may be with you for many weeks, right? They can be with us anywhere from a day up to six months. Okay. Wow. Well, this has been very informative. I appreciate you coming to talk to us. My guest has been Burn Program Manager Tamara Roberts. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.